Hi, welcome. Welcome to Training with Casey and I'm your host Casey Cover. Working and living with animals is my passion. I expect it's pretty important to you also. Let's explore it together. Here we talk mostly about training but also about genetics, physiology, philosophy, enrichment, and more. We chase some pretty big rabbits into their burrows. Buckle your seatbelts and let's take a ride. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us. I'm here with my friend and colleague, Kim Hawkinson. And we're talking about our amazing experiences with animals. And frankly, we're talking about why aren't you talking to us about how amazing they are? Because we're putting it out there so you can do it also. And when I talk about amazing, I'm talking about the fact that we are revealing step-by-step step that animals are so intelligent, so conscious, so able to develop their intelligence and their conscious and share it with us. And we're not showing you little things that might or might not be evidence, you know, where, um, well, let me just tell you what we are doing. We're showing you that the animal understands what it's choosing and it chooses that thing, that we're naming a body part and it understands that and it can move that body part any place you ask it to go. And we're showing that the animals have uh, opinions about things and how you can get that with your animals. And frankly, people that have come and studied this and go out and put things on YouTube and so on are getting millions of views and we're not, and we are the source. Kim, how do you feel about that? What do you want to tell people? I got to tell you, I feel a little cheated. Um, <laughs> you feel cheated? I feel a little cheated. No, I think that, um, and, and let's face it, we all love our dogs. They are magnificent, amazing, spectacular beings, right? And we all know how incredibly special and unique they are. But I think that just like watching a movie, mm -hmm. we like to see Robert or uh, Ryan Gosling with his shirt off. We, we admire how amazing, uh, Charlize Theron is. We, you know, we, we like watching these things, but we don't really recognize the person. Like we want, we see them as the thing. And so when we mm. see a dog, when we see a dog on YouTube, jump into, you know, do something silly or do something funny. We're like, yeah. And then people get millions of views. It's like that they're watching a movie, mm. but when we stop and say, what can we do with this? I don't think people have done that yet. Like, have we ever stopped and said? In, in other words, you're saying they don't see themselves there. They don't see, wow, if somebody that's that average looking, you know, I call myself the Danish dwarf. If they can do that with an animal, not just one animal, but animal after animal after animal, and they're showing the simplest steps. I could definitely do that or better. You're saying they're not doing that. I don't think I I think it's I think it's 
I think it's easier for people to watch it and want it rather than actually do it because they're afraid that they're going to mess something up or they're afraid that they're not going to do it right. They're more afraid of what could go wrong rather than what could go right. Mm. Does that, does that make sense? And, and people, people in general, they like, they don't like screwing things up with their dogs. Like their dogs are perfect beings. Don't you dare. I can talk, I can talk, I can bad mouth my mom, but don't you dare do it. I can bad mouth my dog all the day, all day long. But if you do it, we're going to have something to talk about. Does that make sense? Yeah, it kind of does. Like, are you saying that if they did it and they, and their dog couldn't do it, that would like, they do not want to see that. And they don't want to see that they're not able to do it. Like if I'm saying, yes. oh, it's this simple, yes. anyone can do it. Yes. Okay. So I'll find the link and put it in, but I just shared on my Facebook channel or on my YouTube channel, um, this post by Veronica Lynn Pitbull. And nine years ago, this wonderful woman bought my training manual and worked mm-hmm. through it. And trained her dog to do these great things, which are wonderful things and amazing because she did it without any help from me or anything like that. I didn't know about her at the time, but it's what I show everybody how to do every day, all day long. And she has like eight and a half million channel views Mm -hmm. and thousands and thousands, or maybe it's eight and a half million views on that one thing. Frankly, I was in shock Mm -hmm. and and she was delightful. I'm going to see if I can talk to her again, see what she's up to now, maybe get her on a podcast, but yeah, wouldn't that be fun? It's so much fun to talk with people like you and, and this lady. And well, anyway, what do people need to unlock this adventure? And we'll talk about what the adventure is in a second. But what do people need from us to be able to step out of spectator and actualize, get in there and claim this for themselves and for their dogs or any animal? Well, I think it's, I, I think it can go, I think it can go one or two ways because I think people generally fall into one of two categories, either, okay. Let's do this. That's one category. And the other category is people who are a little bit hesitant. People who are just like, oh, I wish I could do that, but I don't know. Like we're we're either one or two, right? And so for the people who are, you know, okay, let's do it. I think just giving them um, not even motivation because we already know they want to do it, but the the small little, okay, let's let's see if we can do this, right? And, And start with something small and then help them build up bigger and bigger and bigger, right? Like you working with Sarah, do you want this or this? Okay. Do you want this one or this one? Like, you know, with the sense, right. Um, do you want a banana or do you want an apple? Right. Like, like watching her choose. Yeah, and, yeah. And- okay. So let's talk about that for just a second. Go ahead. Do you, did you want to finish? Oh, no, that, that was it. My, my, my other thing with the um, people who are just kind of like on the fence because they don't want to mess up. They they don't want to feel like they did something wrong, right? Because no one, no one likes that. I think letting them see, this just gave me a, a huge idea for my own Facebook. Okay, post. all right. <laughs> but um, it involves a curse word and you know, Zoom doesn't allow that stuff. So, um, <laughs> but uh, 
but no, letting them see a professional do it and then have the professional completely screw up. And the professional gets to say, okay, look, we didn't do it right this time, right? But this is what I learned about my dog. From this, I know now know this, I know this, and I knew this. How amazing is that? That just that just up my my relationship with her because she or, knows more about me. I know more, I know more about her. How about the fact where every time I mess up, where I realize I messed up, I turn around and apologize to the animal, yep. and then just we start again. It's like, okay. Babe, I'm sorry I screwed that up. I am so sorry. Can we yeah. start again? Great. Okay. I love it. Great. Okay. So yeah. now also, um, we talk about, let's talk about consciousness in just a minute and the development of it. But um, we referred, I referred first and then you referred second to giving animals choices mm -hmm. and the logistics of how we do that. We use a binary toggle. So I'll take my hand like this and don't be distracted I was chipping paint off of tile and got a blister that's what that is okay so um yes or no and then in the case of a horse she's going to come up in the middle and then slide off to either side because horses don't have really good detail vision so they just seem to feel much more confident going like this. Okay. And you'll notice that I don't always go yes or no. Sometimes I go no or yes. Or I'll say, do you, do you want to stay inside? Yes or no. Do you want to go outside? Yes or no. So I've changed the question because sometimes I want to make absolutely sure that the animal was paying attention. We have other ways of checking what the animal understands. And we employ these all the time. For example, I'll take two items and I'll say, okay, show me the glasses. I offer two items and the animal has to go to the correct one. Show me the pen, switch the position, show me the glasses. And that shows me that the animal understands what I'm asking them to do. However, However, that's not where we start. And that's why I started people on body parts and duration. Because let me tell you, aces out there, you're going to be out of conversation in a microsecond. If, if you go out there and you go, okay, I'm going to teach my animal to identify the difference between my cell phone and my glasses. And you put those out there and the animal goes, okay, got it. And now you're sitting there like, whoa, I can't believe that. I can't believe that the animal just automatically understood what I was telling them. Okay, show me myself. Oh my God, let me go get my wife. Look, wife, shows you the glasses. Let me get my kid. Kid comes out, show me the glasses. Well, let me go show my neighbor next door. And by this time, the animal's like, you know what? I can only boost him up so far if he cannot remember what the glasses are what is the point <laughs> you have to be able to navigate the conversation like the animal must and if you want to get a clue on what that's like 
think of that game. Do you remember the one? Um, oh, it's like, you, you, oh, now I can't remember it specifically, but maybe you remember it. You're in a car, you're driving around and you go, I'm thinking of something. Is it, Is it I spy? Could be I spy. And you have to ask binary questions and narrow it down. Oh, God. isn't that like 20 questions? Or... Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. So refresh my memory. How does 20 questions go? Um, so you would think of something and um, I would say, is it a, uh, is it, um, and I, I give two things. So is it a thing or is it a person? Yes. That's the one I'm thinking. Of. And then I, you, you'd say it's a thing and I'd say, okay, is it a place or is it an object? You say it's a place, so I know I'm I'm guessing a place, and we I'd continue trying to narrow it down. Yes, to get this is to what think. I'm thinking, and that's how you have to you have to think ahead in, when you're talking to the animals. So mm -hmm. I tell a story with Sarah where I came to the stables, and I just had a sense that she did not want to go outside for the night, and she always did. And she didn't care what the weather was or anything else. She wanted to go outside and be with the rest of the girls to sleep. But this one day, I just felt like she wasn't. So I said, um, do you want to stay in tonight or do you want to go out into the pasture in? Well, I didn't believe her. And I said, do you want to go out tonight or do you want to stay in? So I flipped the question. She wanted to stay in. Hmm. So I called the owner. The owner said, yeah, that's fine. So the barn manager came in and I said, you know, Sarah doesn't want to go out tonight. And I called the owner and she said, it's okay. And the barn manager cut me off and she goes, you know, I had the same feeling. And I asked her if she wanted to go in, stay in or go out. And she said she wanted to go out. And I didn't believe her because she never wants to stay in. So I asked her again a different way. And she looked at me like, what are you, stupid? Like, what's wrong with you guys today? Nobody can understand the first time what I'm telling them. So then I asked her, do you want hay? And that was a definite yes. <laughs> and so these people, by watching me and Sarah, like she, the bar manager never asked me, is it okay with you if I talk to Sarah? She probably didn't think it would work at first, but then when she gets the validation from me, because I'm telling her the exact same thing, then mm -hmm. it's like, oh yeah, I'm there. Yeah, mm -hmm. me and Sarah, we go way back. Mm -hmm. So to get there, you have to develop things and you have to have something real to talk about and you can't make it into you know, uh, a circus or Ripley's Believe It or Not or something like that. You have to keep it conversational. I, you have uh, to listen to what the animal says. If you give them a choice, you have to honor that choice. So don't give them a choice that you cannot honor. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's put that aside for a bit because- I tell a real, I, tell, I, I, yeah. I love this story. So I have an eight-year-old German Shepherd. She, her personality is just huge. 
And one day I was like, okay, let's just see what we can do. And I was doing teaching Harlow right from left. And I'm like, Harlow, this is your left. This, I'm sorry, this is your right. This is your left. Okay, one more time. This, you know, and I and I did that and I was like, show me right. Did it. Like, that's amazing. Yes, girl. Yes. Okay, show me right again. And I wasn't moving. Um, she did. I was like, great, show me left. And she got it every single time. And I'm just like, Peyton, you gotta film this. And I handed her my phone and I was like, no, baby, just film everything. And Harlow's watching this entire thing. And I was like, Harlow, show me. And I, and I did it one more time. And I was like, Harlow, show me right. Cause I wanted people to see that I was showing her. And she looks at me for a second. Like, are you kidding me? We literally just did this. And she, and she does the opposite one. I'm like, no, come on, baby. You know, people are watching. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? And, and, I, and I asked her for another one and she pauses for a second and she does the opposite. I'm like, you suck. I was like, she yeah, exactly yeah, she yeah, yeah. Doing. She's like, she what? Knew. I didn't answer him right all the time. Where are you? Exactly. I'm like, why do okay. why, like? Let me try the opposite to see if you're like, happy. Exactly. Not your show pony. Like, <laughs> yeah. she knew what was happening. Yeah. And you know, and Tina Humphreys had a story like that too, because um, she had this beautiful, really wonderful, amazing, well trained partner shandy and uh they went out for a walk and she gave shandy a choice of where she wanted to go and shandy was like what 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 now i have to make the decisions she wouldn't make a choice it's like i want whatever you want and mm -hmm. tina was really frustrated with that but had to accept it but she still kept giving shandy choices and shandy never took one and all of a sudden, one day, Shandy goes, I want to go up here. And Tina goes, great. And then she goes, oh, oh, we can't go that way because it's muddy. And Shandy just is like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and runs up the hill like, I'm going this way. You can do whatever you want. You keep asking my, my choice. And I finally give you one. And then you give me a reason why we have to do it your way. Mm -hmm. But that was the start of Shandy sharing her choices and think about it. It's like, how risky do these dogs feel it is to reveal their real intelligence to us? Mm -hmm. Like Gary Larson made a whole career out of portraying cows at cocktail parties, at bars, talking about things. And then the farmer goes over the hill and they all like, farmer and they drop down on the ground and act like cows again <laughs> and I saw this from a really uh strange example when I was in college the first time I was out in front of the Scripps Institution of Oceanography Museum and just laying in the sun and then all these classes were there visiting the museum and there was a class of like five or six-year-olds right next to me. And I am kind of look like I'm asleep. And what are they talking about? I'm going to date myself now, but they're talking about Nixon. Mm -hmm. Five-year-olds are talking about President Nixon. And one goes, well, what do you think of Nixon? Well, I'm not sure I like him, but I like his foreign policy. Well, what do you think? And I'm like, I lift my arm and turn my head to the side to see how old these kids are. 
and they are, I mean, I couldn't even believe they knew the name Nixon, that it had somehow gotten stamped on their mindfulness. And all of a sudden the teacher arrives, children, children, we must get on the bus. Stand up, da da da. Coming, Mrs. Larson. I was shocked. I watched the whole thing in disbelief because I was there when the kids didn't know I could hear them. And I feel like this is what it is for animals that the first time I asked Sarah to show her intelligence, not her obedience, but her intelligence to visitors. She acted like, you know, like I asked her to hold hands with somebody or, or something like that. Like, it's like, whoa, you are pushing things too far now. So if you're going to go this direction, honor it. Do your due diligence. You've got to get in there and learn how to agree on concepts and teach things like that. So that takes us to consciousness and all of our animals are they're they're all conscious but they're like us they don't know that they can be conscious so research has shown that 95 percent of what you do every day is not conscious it's mm -hmm. you driving home automatically it's you going through your routine without thinking we even know that by forming habits, we relieve our brain of a lot of the executive function and we mm -hmm. can do more with less effort. So we go into this and you wanna, well, I'm gonna date myself again. Anybody that can drive a car better be able to drive a manual, a stick shift, or you can't really drive a car, sorry. And yet you learn to do it and it's very, challenging to do at first and then it becomes automatic but if you ever lose your clutch so that you have to double clutch and all of a sudden the thing that worked for all these years will boom in traffic then you are acquainted with how much work it takes to make something conscious or even more difficult to stop one unconscious habit and replace it with a conscious decision. Mm. It's really a lot of work. And anytime you ask animals to communicate with you or even be trained by you, you're asking them to do that. And one of the reasons that new trainers are slow to adopt something like this that is so freaking powerful mm -hmm. the way we train is so fast so errorless so efficient so fair so much fun so why are these trainers still out there doing shaping free shaping get over it guys you've got you've got to raise your uh, raise the bar standard yeah, yeah, raise your stand, raise the bar. You can do this. The animals can do it. You can do it. And all it takes is for you to learn how to show the animal what you want instead of waiting for it to just do that. Mm -hmm. And 
Another tool that we have besides targeting and name and explain is the intermediate bridge. So I watched a video. Sheesh, we could watch that together even, but we'll do it another time. You guys can go find it. It's from Laurel Park and it's sea lion training and um, we'll get around to it. We'll, we'll show it one of these days. But I don't want to put them under the uh, the glare because I brought attention. It's a great video and they do a lot of neat stuff. But they have one little problem. And that little problem is that the male sea lion puts his back foot up on the seat that he's on. And they want him to have his flippers hanging down behind the seat. And so they keep moving the flippers. And then bridging him and going back to get him food. And by that time, he's moved his foot back up. And they're, they're like fighting time. And his tendency, his tendency, he wants to put his foot up on the chair. And nobody actually says, okay, this is your foot up. This is your foot down. Can you put your foot down for one? Good. Can you put your foot down for two? Good, good. Can you put down your foot for four? Good, 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 good. Now I have enough time to walk back to the food bucket. Can you put your food down, your foot down for eight? One, two, three, four. Here's your food. Good. And you would solve that problem. But instead they had this over and over and over. Can you put your foot down? Oh, he does it. And then he undoes it before they get to reward him. And shapers think, that what you get is what you feed. But people that work cognitively know that what you get is what you discussed. Mm -hmm. So when you work cognitively and you're developing the animal's consciousness, you free yourself from time. In other words, you can work on behaviors that are not happening right in front of you. And you free yourself from location. You don't have to be right there with them when they do the thing you want. You just tell them you did it. And now I, go ahead. No, I was just, I, so speaking of conscious, right. Um, uh, I worked with, I, when I worked at a shelter, I worked, um, there's this, uh, one dog Ruby. Um, and I forget what breed she was, but this girl was so smart. Like she could have run for president. I think she yeah. did a really good job this year. Um, well, and... did you set the by heart bar high? <laughs> sorry, sorry. Okay. But so when she was displeased with something, she got snappy and she'd snap right next to my hand to let, like my hand was in the air, like gesturing towards something. She came up, snapped right by it. And I was like, Oh, she's, she's irritated at us. She knew exactly what she was doing. Yeah, um, she didn't bite my... you. No, she communicated. No. It's like embodied language. Get this. <laughs> the first time I was bit by a dog, I was bit in the face. Mm. And this dog could have mauled me. I could have had been needing massive plastic surgery. This dog knew exactly what she was doing. She was saying, I'm not comfortable with what you're in. And she had a whole backstory. And her reason for biting me was justifiable to her. I was very yeah. young in my training. I didn't know any better. It was my fault. I got bit. Yeah. But he let me know in the only way she knew how. She, and it was, it was so minimal. I was bit in the face by a dog and I call it minimal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, you put your face there. 
I put, I, Harlow got a bath the other day. Girls needed a bath for a bit. And she did so great. And she gets out of the bath and she's all frisky. And I was like, okay. And she knows she likes to chew on the empty toilet paper rolls. And I had her, I was like, okay, give me just a second, cue seats. And um, I said, I need you to hold this. Cause I'll, and she'll, she'll hold it. And she, she, I, and I was like, good girl. And I hadn't bridged her. I hadn't done it. And I, th I thought she could do it. And I turned my back just for a second. And I hear like her chomping on. I turn around and to her mouth is a little bit closed and it's kind of hanging out the side. I'm like, stop chewing on it. And I turn my back again. And I hear it again. I turn back and she's just looking at me, ears up. <laughs> like, Harlo, nine. No, that is, that is chewing. Can you, I was, she, she let go. I was like, that's chewing. And I showed her, and I kind of chewed on, I'm like, this is chewing. We've done things in the past and she's caught on. <laughs> I was like, I need you to hold it. I need you to hold it. And I put her back and I turn and she's just, okay, I'll hold it. And I watched her for a second and I was like, thank you. Just give me a second. I turned back. I hear it again. And she just, I was like, come on. She knows what she's doing. She wouldn't have done that. She wouldn't have started chewing it when I was looking at her. She made the conscious choice to try and get away with it when my yeah. back was turning. Yeah. Our dogs are so incredibly intelligent. But I think that we either not knowingly, not inadvertently, but we either don't know how to recognize when they are being intelligent from bad behavior. Ah, well, and that's another good point. So here's an alternative. Develop good behavior that demonstrates their intelligence and develop it, develops it. So when we teach in SATs, we use opposing concepts. I don't go out and teach the animal to go left, 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 left. I left and this is right. And then I put out neutral target. And I say, can you touch the left ear? Can you touch the right ear? And there's no motion from me that, that cues them which ear I want. Both targets are equally close and available. And they prove that they understand which ear is which by you know, touching the one that I ask for. By teaching both things together, we teach more about each and we very quickly determine, oh, they already get it. If you mm -hmm. only said, okay, go left, and the animal kind of goes left a little bit, and then they go left a little more, and then they go left a little more, and you're doing this rote repetition that is what operant conditioning is. And these people think that you have to have this rote repetition for the animals to learn it. No. You don't need it for them to learn it. You need it for them to make it an unconscious habit, which you don't want anyway. So to keep it conscious, don't do all those repetitions. Just make sure they understand. Show me your left ear. Show me your right ear. Good. Do their eyes. Show me your right eye. Show me your left eye. Great. Now, cross-relate. Show me your right eye, show me your right ear. Show me your left eye, show me your left ear. Show me your left eye and your right ear. Okay? And now what you've done is you've started, you've really advanced the metal mapping process where they don't just know random things, they know how those things relate. Mm-hmm. And they consciously understand that. 
and they know the names of these behaviors so that later on when you're trying to train for you know advertisement or theater or something like that you can say okay we're going to do a behavior that has this 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 we're going to add them together can you do that you already know all those parts outstanding let's do it one more time great we're going to call it this and you have to do a little bit more work because they're going to need it's like a dancer when you start a dancer and you say here's the sequence when they first start memorizing a sequence of movement, they go, okay, front, back, front, back, side, 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 because they have to remember the sequence. But that's not a dance. Once they master the sequence, then they're like, front, back, front, back, side, side, side. That's a dance. So you've got to let your animal go through that process. Kim, does that ring true for you? Yes. I used to be that trainer who would do 500 sits. All right, guys, we're going to teach your dog how to sit. And by the end of it, the dog's like, are you kidding? Sorry, I tend to curse like a sailor for anybody who's, who's listening. Are you You're kidding me? You're yourself me? out. You're good. <laughs> You've literally just asked me, and I've, I've done it like 10 times. Like, do you have better food? Oh, you still have food? Okay, cool which then leads people, and I can't count the number of times, my dog won't do anything unless I have a treat. My dog won't do anything unless I have food. Well, we've kind of, you know, mind, uh, uh, trained our dogs to train us to only think we're, they're capable of doing things if they have food. Like yeah. our dog's ability is reliant on food, which is so completely false. It's not even funny. Um, but, but, the, to the to the lay person to the person who hasn't spent years developing these skills and the knowledge and the know-how on, on how our dog's minds work and what they're capable of that's all the information they're given that's all they know and it's not their fault but that's that's why you know we're listening to podcasts like these to let you know there's so many solutions out there for you and everybody can do them you don't yeah. need to hire a trainer everybody and their mom can do these things because they're not hard and the same methods that you would use with a five pound chihuahua, you can use with a 220 pound mastiff. Yeah. And newsflash, a lot of the things that we do are things that mothers have done with their babies forever. And mm -hmm. we are, we hone it. We're more intentional. We're more uh, expert at it because we haven't raised, you know, up to 11 children. We've raised thousands of children, mm -hmm. but mothers know. Like a mother doesn't wait for her baby to start to talk back to her. She just keeps giving that baby information. And all of a sudden the baby starts talking back to her, but it takes months and months and months. Be that trainer. It's mm -hmm. not going to take you months and months and months, but be that trainer anyway, be ready. And you know what you can use your time on is to develop your own abilities, your own abilities Play that game 20 questions. What do you have to ask your animal to find out what they know? Mm -hmm. That is a really important question. I should do that with Sarah one of these days, but I got to refresh on the rules for 20, uh, 20 questions. Okay, so where can animals develop in their consciousness? Kim and I have both seen it over and over and over again. But 
let's just give you a quick rundown. The first thing that we do is teach body parts. And the animal will do the touchback targeting and touch the body part to the target we offer, thereby proving that they understand what we're naming, but also empowering us to now position them by setting a target and telling them what body part we want in connection with this target and what body part we want in connection with this target so that you can line the animal up at the interface so the vet can give it a shot. And it literally took me about two to four minutes each for a series of camels. Okay, this can be really fast. So body parts, how about duration? How long is something going to last? If you want the animal to keep his foot off the podium, you need to name foot, you need to name podium, you need to name the floor, and you need to show them this is your foot on the podium, this is your foot on the floor. Can you keep your foot on the floor for one? Can you keep your foot on the floor for two? Can you keep your foot on the floor for four? You get it, guys? It's easy. But one of the problems is people are not watching even the one and a half minute video that I'm putting up there to make it so people can see exactly what the steps are. People don't watch them and I get it guys. I don't have much time either. And I'm sorry, I wish I could make them more fascinating. To me, all these animals are really fascinating. And so I think these videos are amazing, not because of me, but because of what these animals are able and willing to do with us and for us. But if you don't already feel that way, then I apologize that I'm not more talented in being able to rivet you. But I promise you the subject is amazing and fascinating. But you do have to sit there for longer than the 25 seconds that you spend on the average video. So when I get rich and famous, this isn't all going to be out there for free anymore because my heirs are going to be curating it and charging money for it. So get it while it's free. Get it while the going's good and try this stuff. Kim, do you want to add anything to this? Or do you just think I need an aspirin? <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't add anything. I think um, one of the hardest things as a human is to do new and different things. Um, yeah, that's true. Our, 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 our ego uh, is always trying to keep us safe. We have been primed to, to stay, to do everything we can to try to the saber tooth tiger to not eat us, right? But the saber tooth tigers now are different than they were millions of years ago. We were there millions of years ago. So you guys know what I mean. Um, my <laughs> timeline is off. Um, and, and yes, so, and trying new things, whether you're a dog trainer, whether you own your own dog and are having issues, trying new things is different because we go with what everybody else has done before us. Yeah. But it's when you pave that new path for yourself that the entire world opens up because you see what you are capable of and, and yeah. what, what is what is out there. And, and what like, your partnership is creating for the both of you. Yeah. 
And going, going along with that statement, one of the things that I've had to tell myself over and over and over, literally on a daily basis, is that whatever action I take, it is always successful because whether it moves me in the direction that I want to go or it diverts me, I know we are not doing that again. That was booty. We are yeah, not doing that. Again. It's all learning right. guys. And for the yeah. animals, if you, let's say you, you see it and then you forget to tell your animal, good, 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 good. Ah, that's too bad. Just tell the animal, I'm sorry. Can we try it again? You're going to be amazed. They're so gracious. Kim, we're mm -hmm. at the end of our time. Okay. Thank you so much for joining me for today. I, I didn't You're mean welcome. to rant, but I couldn't have a better ranting partner. So thank you. Welcome. You all, please come back. Tell your friends, watch the videos. I'll keep trying to make better ones, but oh my gosh, if you're not going out on a limb to try this stuff, I know this is what you want because day after day after day, professional trainers come to me and say, I can't believe how much this has changed my relationship. Don't cut yourself off from that. Go explore it. Thank you guys. Share with your friends, please. Bye-bye. Hi, thanks for being here. I really appreciate you coming here and listening. And please become part of the conversation. I love to hear your comments. And I'd love for you to tell me how this affects you, if it makes you angry, if it makes you interested, whatever. And as always, I appreciate it so much when you help us get the word out. I hope you'll come back and I'll see you next time.